Welcome to Run With Purpose. This is episode number 107. And for those of you that are new to the show, my name is Flores and I'm so very glad that you found this podcast. Would love if you would subscribe. And as always, you can reach out to me on all of the socials at flores.run. Hope you are having a great start to your week. Uh, I'm back. You probably didn't notice the difference because the episodes have still been going on. But uh, if you weren't aware, you didn't catch one of the previous episodes, I've uh, been on vacation for the last few weeks. Uh, was able to get away, which was great. Um, got a race in as well. So uh, yeah, went to Arizona, ran the uh, Mesa Marathon, which is a really, really cool race. Um, had lots of really cool experiences there. Uh, it was tough emotionally with with Bella uh, really being the first race that she wasn't with Kayla during the race. But um, yeah, I get into that, into the race report and stuff like that. I'll have the race report out, out actually later this week. I'm trying to get on top of them, uh, especially with just this this year. Knock on, where's my knock on? Ooh, that was real loud. Knock on wood. Uh, trying to make sure that I get those uh, out the door sooner than later, just trying to wrap up this year, right? So try not to postpone as I had uh, done previously on the race report. So the race report will be coming out later this week. You can check it out on the socials. Uh, be on Instagram for sure, flores.run. Uh, but yeah, spent a little time in Arizona, then made my way to, uh, then we made our way to LA for a day just to hang out in Santa Monica. My buddy Mike, um, He's been on the show a long time ago, but uh, oh, actually, I meant to bring this up too. I wanted to just shout out itself. Uh, I got to meet Annie. Annie's been on the podcast a few times. Uh, I got to meet her in Arizona. She was also running the race, which was crazy. I found out like the week of the race that I was looked at her socials and she's like, oh yeah, I'm running the two. And I'm like, no way. Super cool. We definitely need to meet up and we, we had dinner uh, with her and her husband. And it was just, it was a really cool time getting to kind of uh, meet folks. I always like meeting people. Uh, in real life that I've met like on the internet and have had like communications with and, and that sort of thing. So I don't know. It's super neat, but yeah, LA uh, went to go uh, hang out with Mike, uh, except Mike uh, had a vacation already planned. So we just stayed at his place and kind of walked around Santa Monica uh, for a day because our main portion of the trip was actually heading to Kauai, uh, which was just absolutely amazing. Uh, just such a beautiful Island and, yeah, just lots of hiking. We did some cool um, excursions, helicopter, uh, whale watching, just went to beaches, saw turtles and seals. It's just it's exactly what I needed. Uh, we needed really to just get away from mostly the cold weather. Uh, we got the winter storm hitting us this week for sure in Minnesota, but really just to kind of reset a little bit, kind of re refocus and try to ground ourselves um, I know I was having a lot of that with just day job stuff of just being hyper-focused and not really seeing it from a bigger picture. And I feel like that can get dangerous real fast, but yeah, it was a really good time just to, to get away and to kind of experience some new things. I'll have some pictures uh, on socials later this week and maybe a couple videos as well, maybe in the stories or something of, of our journeys and kind of sharing it. But this, uh, the travels themselves, you know, we were gone for two weeks and uh, something started going through my mind during that. And it's kind of the, the reason for this episode itself. Uh, you may have heard, you know, there's no place like home, right? You may have heard that from like 
excuse me, the Wizard of Oz, or maybe read it at a on a on a wooden sign at TJ Maxx. You know, they're usually right next to the ones that say blessed. <laughs> uh, those signs kill me, but um, you know, n- there's no place like home. There's this this sort of comfort that we have about being home. And this past week, you know, once we, we got back on uh, Friday, Thursday, Thursday night, uh, it, I started kind of thinking about the time we were in Kauai. We kept referring to our VRBO as home. Like we'd be out and about and be like, hey, yeah, once we get back home, uh, we'll do X, Y, and Z. Or, hey, yeah, I'll remind myself to do that when we get back home. And it had me thinking, I'm like, hey, do we do, we do that on other trips? And, and the answer was yes. <laughs> we actually call most of these places home while we're kind of staying there. So then I, I started to get this thought about like what home actually was. Like how are we actually defining home? You know, I've talked about this previously of this idea at the end of this year, Kayla and I are going to be moving and we're really not sure where, kind of doing like full-time traveling-ish kind of stuff. And when we're in a season like that, it's hard to determine like what is home. You know, I spent most of my life uh, kind of bouncing between Florida and North Carolina growing up. Uh, and then after college, I spent 14 years in Ohio and and now we're in Minnesota. And it's hard to kind of think what is home with this, you know, remote lifestyle, if we want to call it that, of being a remote worker and kind of always having the opportunity to move, especially at the end of this year, right? Where things are going to really pick up, you know, knock on wood again, uh, if things work out the way we're kind of thinking to, to be able to travel and to see different places. So it, it just really put this idea in my head of like, what what is home or where is home? If we think about it like that. So went to the Googles and tried to find like a definition for home and, and the standard definition is like a place where you live. I think that was like the Webster dictionary.com, whatever Google pulls up first, that was the definition. Uh, but I, I came across this definition on vocabulary.com and it says uh, home is where you live, your house, apartment, or condo. It's also the place we feel most comfortable loved and protected where we most feel at home. And it's this idea that home isn't necessarily a location. It can be, we, we have a home, you know, you can have a home where you're actually living, but this idea that it's this, this feeling of when you see you feel at home, right? Where there's this, this, this comfort or this, uh, belonging, if you will, when you when you feel at home, you know. So, so most people would define it as that first part again, where you live. But I think it's it's pretty clear that it's it's much more than where you actually sleep. You know, this may be obvious to to some of the listeners. I know it, uh, it's a Midwest thing for sure. Uh, that when people say they're heading back home, w- what they mean is they're basically visiting their family where they grew up, right? Like, oh, what are you doing this week? Oh, I'm just heading back home. This idea of you know, they're not just going back to their place where they're currently living. This they're going back to where they, they feel belonging or where they feel a, a calling or drawn to, you know, and, and again, kind of going through my past traveling between Florida, North Carolina, Ohio, and now Minnesota, you know, it makes me feel old saying I've spent 
all that time in different places, but I don't necessarily call any of those places home. Uh, lately, I've, I've found that wherever I'm at with my family is what I'm actually defining as home. You know, I sit more in that second part of that definition where the, the place we feel most comfortable, protected, and loved is really what feels like home. And it's this idea of home isn't necessarily a place, like I said, but really almost this like state of mind in, in, in an instance, right? Like that's how it's, it's coming across in my head. And I think a lot of this, again, with the remote lifestyle, and you know, I think we all kind of, most of us kind of hit that with COVID, right? Of either having work from home or be disconnected from our families and not feeling like home, something feeling disconnected. And I think I started to get this kind of mindset of what home was you know, years ago when, when Kayla and I had sold our house, you know, we had had this four bedroom home, you know, the big yard, we had all the things and then we decided to downsize because it, it, it felt like we were living the dreams and expectations of our families, right? Like we were living their dream or their American dream. We've, I talked about that before. Um, this idea of we're going through the motions because it's the next thing we should do. It's kind of the checklist of things that you're supposed to do as an adult to, to get to whatever the end goal is, right? We started to, to disassociate with things and really focus on the, the people and the experiences in our lives. It wasn't about the actual building or, or the bed that I was sleeping in, even though I do much prefer my bed over most beds, but it was more about the the experience and, and who I was having those experiences with, you know, finding the value in those moments rather than just the things that I was consuming. And I think the, this, it kind of goes in that same idea that, that wherever I'm at with those that I feel protected, love, comfortable, et cetera, is what I call being home which is why it's so easy when we're on trips and that sort of thing to be like, oh yeah, when we get home, when we get home, we'll do this thing. And, and I think it's, that's why we fall into that. You know, I was only gone for, for two weeks, but it felt so much longer when we got back to our place in Minnesota. And I had to be careful with my words there. I didn't want to say home and ruin the metaphor, right? When I got back to our place in, in Minnesota, you know, we're driving down the street and things looked unfamiliar and it was just like, wait a second, is this actually it? Has that changed? I've never noticed that store before. There was literally like a, I think it was like Dragon Super Buffet in Burnsville. And I'm just like, I literally, I don't think I've ever seen that sign before. It may be a new restaurant. I actually meant to check to see if it is a new restaurant. But it's this, uh, this idea that things still feel a little different because I don't put the value in, in a single location as home because I was with Kayla. Like we were, we were gone. We were away from this place. So my home was with me. And, and maybe it's a part of knowing that this is a temporary location, right? We knew coming here, it was only going to be a two year uh, stint. And, and maybe that's why I, I kind of have these thoughts or, or maybe it's just because it's like a transitional period, right? It's, it's this, this part of this journey that before the next one kind of takes off, we spent so much time in Ohio, this was going to be the start of us doing something and then we were going to actually do it. Um, but I don't know, maybe it is, maybe it's not. And I think the one thing that I want to make clear too is just because I don't 
think a, a place is home doesn't mean that the places don't have memories or, or hold value or, or moments that aren't going to to stay with me. Right. You know, I can, I can't really look at our living room um, without thinking of like Bella running around the couch with a toy um, or, or even Kayla and I sitting on the floor playing uh, sorry instead of opting for like another TV show, just, you know, hitting the never ending Netflix. Right. And I think I have that and everywhere I've lived and I'm sure you can relate to this, the places you, you've been, you know, those are moments and memories that are always going to stay with us. But again, it goes back to those moments and memories. It's not the actual physical location that is home. You know, there's been times where people talk about like their childhood homes being uh, destroyed or new neighborhoods or that sort of thing. I remember my house I lived in in North Carolina for the longest time was right on a lake and it was an older home. And uh, we were there for, for quite a while, if I remember correctly, maybe six years or so, maybe not even that long, but it felt like a long time. Uh, I guess everything does when you're a kid, but you know, we had, I had lots of memories at that house and they basically bulldozed it to, to put a brand new neighborhood next to the golf course and the, the lake. And it's one of those where like the memories are never taken away from me, right? Like that home does not exist. You know, our, our dog that we buried in the backyard is no longer there, but it can still, those memories still hold true and, and can ring for us for a long time because those memories and moments are within us, not necessarily in a single location. So we don't need that location. It goes the same, the idea of like this idea of having stuff, right? We, we have these things to remind us of other things, but it's not the thing itself that holds the memory. The memory is in us. And I think we, we use those moments as far as like defining what home may be, but, it, but it's just not. The, it, the actual place is not what it is. I think the protected and love part of this tends to be like the winning ticket for me, right? We, ha- we all have those uh, moments, we've been in those places where maybe it should feel like home or should be home. Uh, but we just didn't feel welcomed. Even with family, friends, what have you, you may be gone for a while and you come back and it just, something doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel like home anymore because we, we've lost those, those uh, attributes of comfort or love or, or what have you. You know, we can, we can feel like a, an intruder in a place that, that used to feel so comfortable. You know, it used to feel like a place of belonging. And nobody wants to be in that position where, where they're not welcomed. And uh, I think that's, that's probably a whole other idea. But this, this thought about where home is, is obviously close to home right now. That's <laughs> poor wording. Uh, it's, it's close to home right now uh, as we start to kind of plan for our future. You know, this idea that we can be anywhere and it still feel like home because of the moments and memories that we're making. We don't have to be in a specific location or be doing a specific thing per se, but it's about the people that we're doing it with and the environment that we're in, the community that we have around us that can make a a place feel like home. I don't know, this, this is just a thought again I had over the last few days since we've been back and 
I think it's something that can resonate with a lot of people. This, this idea when we may feel lost, right? Like we don't, like we don't have a home maybe that we don't have a place where we feel like we can belong because whether it's, um, past family drama or just any other number of issues, I think we have to take a step back and understand that, um, home isn't an actual physical location. It really is about a state of mind with those that you, that you feel comfortable with and protected and loved. Right. And I know that's, that can be tough for a lot of people that have been, you know, through trauma and that sort of thing. And I can only empathize cause I, I, I haven't, you know, luckily I haven't had to deal with that kind of situation, but for me, I think when we put too much focus on an individual thing or a place, whether we're talking about home or actual consumable items, I think when we focus too much on the thing, we lose the, the bigger picture perspective and we end up focusing so much on the thing that if the thing goes away, everything falls apart. Where in reality, it's, it's more about the the experiences that we have, the moments, the memories that can continue on, right? You know, if I focus too much on, on this place, you know, this is the place where, where Bella had a seizure and uh, this is the place where she got sick. And if I focus on that, it ends up being a, um, a twofold, right? A negative memory of this specific location, but also it, it becomes a, do I want to leave here to forget, quote unquote, forget her, her last days, months, what have you. And I think it's, it's understanding that we have these memories that aren't depicted specifically on a specific place. It's this idea that we don't need the individual place to be home, but it's more about those moments with the people that we love. But yeah, again, just the thought I've had these last few days. I'd love to hear your thoughts about kind of home and what it means to you. You know, where do you call home? But more importantly, why do you call it home? What is it that kind of drives you to say you feel at home in these moments? Uh, yeah. That's it today. Reach out to me on socials everywhere at flores.run. Subscribe, leave a review for the podcast. Super appreciate it. You can also check out the latest hangry gear at wearehangry.com. Thanks so much for joining me today. Remember to keep running with purpose one step at a time. See you guys next week.